<laughs> just one of those nights, you know? Just yeah. one of those nights. Just one of those nights. One of those nights. What man. is up, everybody? And welcome into the Winner's Lounge. Yo! Oh, uh, you're making it. Yeah, where and, were you at, Harrison? This is foreign territory for me. I'm not usually on these. <laughs> Harrison has like just like this, like a muted, reasonable personality, which prevented him from. Yeah, I really did. Full. Really, really disappointing. But you'll pick it up. You'll get better as we go. I'm, I know I'm usually super tempered. Maybe I'll unleash a hot take or two Whoa. tonight. Wow. Maybe I'll unleash a hot take or two. He's had a couple shots of Rakia, I'm sure. He's, uh, he's ready to go. Guys, to, uh, the Winners Lounge, as always, is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. He's promo code DNVR when you sign up. And as mentioned, we've got the man with the wind in his hair here in studio with us, Harrison. Windless. What a night, guys. I- I'm here, yeah, first true. of all. It's true. Um, Nuggets won. We got the abs trending towards a victory right now. We got the buffs probably going to beat UCLA tonight. We got the bar absolutely popping. Popping, man. As much as we as popping as it can be it's right now. It's on at 100. The bar is on yeah. 100 tonight. Yeah, the bar The bar is uh, popping to the level we are allowed legally to have it pop. It exactly is responsibly popping downstairs. Over here, the man, this pragmatic man is D-Line Co. We already have a su- super yeah, sh- we're, oh, oh, wow. That was really quick. Wow, $5. A $5 super chat is enough for everybody <laughs> to take a shot? Wow, yeah, you're getting yeah. lenient oh, with them, Kel. <laughs> See, this is setting a dangerous precedent for the night. It's so true. Yeah, Just the first one. First money in gets it for five dollars. All right, first we'll shot of the night. First off, you interrupt my goddamn intro, Kale. What the hell? I, was gonna, I had a whole thing I was going to say about myself. I don't even remember. I feel it like now. this could be a thing. Everybody tries to be the first super chat of the night. I like it. Yeah, yeah. there you have to go. It's Saturday night, guys, so you know it's ad free. First of all, ad free show today, it's which will be, be a fun. wild show. Um, we are watching the the abs here in the, in the background, which is pretty exciting. Hey, Shabelli. Uh, oh. No, that's wrong. I listened to some. Well, let's go to it. our official uh, pronunciation guy. Javili. Wait, uh, wait, I what? I don't think that's it. Javili. Javeli. I think it's Javeli. 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 All right. Woo! I'm getting like a goose. Um, there's a lot to get to. Later on in the show, guys, we're going to play rate the most exciting players on the Nuggets. We're going to go through all the Nuggets players. Yo. And on a scale of 5 to 10, to talk about. How exciting they are. Okay. I can't wait for that. I'm very excited. On a scale of 5 to 10, yes. A scale of 5 to 10 because it's, it's, yeah. it's the don't yeah, We don't have I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, but, guys, this was a fantastic game. And that it was, was rough, sorely needed. It was sorely needed, this needed game this. for the Nuggets. And, you know, look, it was a bad team. Yes, Oklahoma City. But that doesn't. You know, that doesn't take away from the fact that the Nuggets absolutely dominated from the jump, from the get-go. I think Jokic, and this was all the starters, but Jokic stayed in the longest, a plus 23 in his first 11 and a half minutes. So that just tells you, the first 11 minutes, Denver's already up 20, Harrison. What what does this game mean, and what do you kind of take away from it being such a blowout? Well, to your point, they've had wins against bad teams before. Yeah. They've even had easy wins against sure. bad teams before, but they haven't played that complete game. I mean, tonight, like you said, they dominated from the jump. Offensively, defensively, the big three, which we'll get to, it was all there. It's like they've piled up wins against some bad teams this year. They've also lost some of those some of those games, but the games where they've just dominated from the opening tip till the end, those have been few and far between. And, and mm. I think that's what makes this win even more of a feel-good win. It's a W, but it's also 
exactly the type of W you wanted to see. You wanted to see the big three yep. have chemistry and all have good yep. games. They did. You wanted you wanted to see some things from the bench. You got that as well. So everything that you want to see, you saw tonight. Eric, what do you, what do you what's kind of like your first impression from this game? This game felt like we were playing an opponent that was on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, the Thunder are garbage. Man, what a terrible team. It's they, weird. They've the, been giving teams the, a hard the time. The Thunder play you hard, as yeah. we saw a couple weeks ago. They had one two in a row. I mean, the Thunder aren't going to make the playoffs, but they're not a um, Cleveland, I don't think. Right. They still have some guys. Yeah, I mean, Denver, I mean, Denver made them look really bad it, tonight. To be, well, De- they looked really bad in the presence of Denver. They looked like, like they were a tired team, like they are on the second sure. night of a back-to-back. It really allowed us to see uh, what our team is capable of without any resistance. Yeah. It's like essentially shooting in an empty gym, but with, Man, a, with an opponent. See, this is the hard thing about a, about a win like this, is it's so hard to parse between, like, yeah. what did Denver do well? What did the team they were going up well, against? I, I mean, I will say they just came out and punched them right in the mouth and just right. reminded them they had no chance tonight. And here's where I'm going to go. So you guys, both of them, I think, very valid points. My Where I want to start is Michael Porter Jr. Looked because great. I really believe this, and you guys saw the headline tonight. We've seen Jokic and Murray playing well now for the last seven, eight mm-hmm. games. I don't know what it's been. I mean, Jokic all year. Murray, for those last seven, eight games, he's really just and, – and by the way, he's back. We're going to talk about him. Like it's There's no questions he's asked fun. now. It's, he's freaking His so shot bad. is so in. But Michael Porter tonight, right from the jump, and yeah. we commented on this. We're all watching it together here at the, at the DMVR studios. Right from the jump, he had a different sort of urgency to him and a different pep in his step. And I thought that watching him, he had confidence. He was looking for his shot but staying within him. It just looked like things were coming together for him in a way. And when he gets going, we know Jokic is going to be going. But when he gets going and you have Murray going and you have all that – the result is a blowout, and that's what happened tonight. Was you got you got that contribution for him? What did you see from Michael Porter tonight? Yeah, just the confidence, like you were saying, and it's funny. Now four games ago, he played 19 minutes against Atlanta. And should have played more. That was a weird one. He should have played more, and I think it was you, Adam, who brought it up to me. Like maybe Malone regretted that decision. Well, it was I brought it up to you, but it was Matt Moore. I have okay, to give him Matt a shot. My my co-host on Locked On. Our guy Matt brought it up. Maybe Malone regretted that regretted that decision. And Porter then played 40 minutes the next night against Portland. Yeah. 41 minutes the night after that, or yep. I guess technically two nights later against the Wizards. Played all the important minutes tonight, even though he only ended up with 28. He, he played the, the meaningful minutes tonight. Like, I've got to think two back-to-back games where he plays 40 minutes. That's got to give you some confidence, no? Yeah. I'm telling you, this is the beautiful design. This is we have broken Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> we, we are slowly. We yeah. Hey, we did a great work, Harrison. <laughs> we broke him. We're slowly bringing him back. We're seeing what it looks like when you force him to focus on fundamentals. You force him to not just be the guy that can flash on the court and get by by just shooting the lights out uh, unreliably, by the way. And you just make him like play within the system but then like start to slowly build up this confidence start to flourish more and more i mean this this is the recipe for success for the denver nuggets like it's beautiful to behold it, it really is true. Uh, by the way, the king of the game tonight, 20 points. Look at the stat line. 20 points, 10 rebounds. That doesn't sound that impressive, right? It was in 28 minutes, yeah. and half of those were like six passes before somebody shoots because we're up by 30, you know, whatever. And, and he had, what was it, four or four from three in the first? 
Oh, four, yeah. four, yep. So I he had 12 points in like the first six minutes of this game, I think. Well, I know that because I told you pregame that you should take the Michael Porter three-pointers, even though they're raising him up. And yeah. by the way, didn't I think, sweat I, it. I think I said that for the record. Did but you say anyways, that? Anyways, go. You can have it. You can and have it. I said take everything Jamal and everything MPJ. <laughs> this was a great day for our yeah, betting. Big we, night all around. Everybody that followed our bets on the pregame show had fun and won money. Uh, yeah. All right, Harris, I didn't realize you had said <laughs> it. I thought okay. I had said it's it. Okay. You said it. Okay. I don't need the credit. You don't need the credit. But we didn't sweat that one because it was over immediately. Right. He comes out and starts draining threes. And I'm telling you, it was to me it was the confidence. And to your point, Eric, you're right that we have had confident MPJ and we've had unconfident MPJ. And we've had locked in on the fundamentals MPJ and not locked in. What we haven't had is Complete confident game. MPJ and locked in on the fundamentals Complete MPJ. Complete game, dude. We, are, we witnessed the fall, the tower. The we tower, witnessed destruction Michael of the tower. Michael Porter Jr., having to look himself in the mirror and realize that he was not necessarily playing like the player that he knows that he is. And he was had to sort of like reset expectations. He's not used to people being like yeah. visibly and like really outwardly upset and disappointed in his play. Yeah. So like he, now we're just slowly building it back. Like this is how you build like a, a real confident, reliable NBA player. That's how you do it. That, we did it. I'm, I'm taking care of it. <laughs> it was... It was it really was encouraging to see him play with as much confidence as he did because I think it had been a while. And the last couple of games there have been pockets of confidence yeah. or this or that. But I thought that tonight you saw just an extremely and supremely confident Michael Dude. Porter and Beautiful. one that still was trying to figure out what he was supposed to be doing. It yes. wasn't like when we've seen confident MPJ before, maybe he makes two shots in a row and he comes down and does his little like, Rocking the ball back and forth, sidestep three. And he's so good at those. Like, sometimes he hits them. He can have those. But tonight, to get 20 points on just... How many shots did he take, by the way? 11. 11 shots is absurd, absurd efficiency, especially when you factor in he only had two free throws. Yeah, and uh, he was two or three from two-point range, and I thought he had a nice uh, nice attack yeah. to the rim. And like that's yeah. been a big thing with me. I'm like, the, the game is going to become so easy for him when he realizes that he can just shot fake and get literally any defender up in the air right. and then just have a wide open lane to the rim. If he starts doing that more and more, I mean, the game is just going to become so easy for him. And to your point, that Atlanta game, which I thought was a good game yeah. from him, and he, and it, or an okay game, I thought it was an okay game, and he got, and he got benched, the 40, 40 minutes and now this one, I do feel like it is a solid uptick for him and one that I hope carries momentum. you got three games before the All-Star break. If you broke the season down... Naturally, the NBA actually did this for us. They only gave us half the schedule. They only gave us up until the All-Star break. Right. And then, so now that we have it, you can really break the season down as pre- and post-All-Star break. And if, to your point, we did get the full destruction of the tower. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> our resident witch read tarot cards. <laughs> It's so and funny to have to explain we, this. I, the greatest thing is that we have a resident witch. We do have a resident <laughs> witch, Shasteriana, who who predicted he predicted this season that Jokic's no. season. She didn't predict. Well, yeah, that's she true. She revealed. Simply asked the tarot cards what was to be. She wasn't affecting what was going to happen. She was simply revealing to us. She right. was revealing. She was just the messenger. She was yeah. just the messenger. And everything she said has actually <laughs> been 100% accurate. It, it, it's, like, it's actually been it's like... It's actually crazy. It's actually been upsettingly accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if it is true, then we do look for a second half with Michael Porter where, you know, you, you kind of 
you build back up, and I and I do think like uh, the tarot cards too. aside, I do think there is something to there like, absolutely is. the confidence that Michael Porter is playing with when he plays within himself and now knows better what to do is a stronger and sturdier confidence than the one where the guy hits just sometimes sidestep threes, which are awesome. Like he was able to do that anyway. So tonight yeah. for me, that was story number one with a bullet was Michael Porter, and it just the way he played well and the way he affected the game. Story nine, number two for me, Jamal Murray. Um, you know, tonight he was a plus 30 in 31 minutes. Almost every minute he was on the court, he was a positive. Uh, he had 26 points tonight on 15 shots. You want to talk about efficiency, man. I do want to talk about efficiency. We should talk about it. And four of six from the three-point line, including... He got his threes, baby. He got his threes. I'm so glad I hopped in on that bet because it was, it was the most fun... <laughs> <laughs> Pointless bucket. Like, give, give, us, give us the play by yeah, play. Give us the play by so play. Take us inside the, the DNVR lounge. The greatest moment that ever happened in DNVR betting history happened tonight, whereby Jamal Murray coasting along, scoring at a very easy clip. Some would say he was scoring one point for every minute that he was on the he floor. Did, was. Some people were saying that. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was one three pointer away. He was and two. Well, he was two, but I mean, so he no. hit a three-pointer going into... This is no less spectacular because they were back-to-back possessions. All right, all right. You're right, you're right. He, he was two away from his three-point total. He was, I believe, three points... Uh, it must have been six points yeah, away then. F- five, I think. From yeah, his point total, he hits a three-pointer. We're all like, yay, all right. R.J. Hampton comes to the bench. We see R.J. Hampton... Going to check in at the, oh. the scrimmage table. We Jamal saw him too. We, we saw him, but Jamal fact, also saw Jamal him. Jamal Murray is coming out. Jamal Murray sets up from three, goes up to shoot it, passes off. Doesn't he literally take goes to shoot it and passes in the passes air? Passes off. I think the to, hardest thing he's ever well, done. I don't. I don't even remember to, who who went Composite, to. But I think, it, but yeah. Whoever it was shot it, missed it. A crazy rebound happened. Gets it somehow finds itself back in the hands of Jamal. He shoots. A, no, no, no. He drives in, and we're oh. like, no. Then he, then he run, steps backwards. Back, hits a three. We all cheer. He hits a three-pointer. Checks out. Points, checks right out. <laughs> I checked in. I did. It was the greatest thing. It was honestly happened. the most fun you can have up 30. Like That, yeah. that little sequence really, mattered so much, and we were going like nuts. The, it was like the ultimate like uh, billboard for like why sports betting rules. Because yeah. that was such an... Because like, I won $5. Yeah, like at that point, if you were just watching the game for the outcome, it was like... What what are we uh, still watching this? Yeah. <laughs> but Jamal Murray tonight goes four of six from the three point line. As I mentioned, twenty six points on fifteen shots. I just insane efficiency. And guess what? Par for the course over the last two weeks. This guy has been. I mean, Eric, you've called, you've declared a lot of people and things back, and you've been very defensive. I, I'm when we said, I've not. I've not. <laughs> you've been very defensive. Oh man. We get another one. Abs are up two zero. Hell yeah, two AJ. One. Two one. Two one. Two nil. Two, two one. one. Oh, two one. Two one. Uh, I have declared things very boisterously to be back several times, and I've been right. You're well, very definitive in your declarations. Thank I will you, give you Harrison. that. Yeah. Well, I'm just, so glad you're here. This vote, is why I'm here. to Adam like to tag up, like to team up on me. It's okay. It's, it's, it's going to be okay. No, but seriously, guys, Jamal Murray. I mean, this is. I don't want to say bubble Murray because that's putting I think a little bit too much, you know, or whatever. But it's honestly not that far off. Like. No, for the first yeah. two and a half months, whatever it was of this season, he was performing at exactly the same level as he has for the last three years. Over the last two weeks, and I do feel like it was a, a shake-off moment. He took that game off. Do you remember? Yep. He took a game off. He came back, and he had two games that were kind of mediocre. And then all of a sudden, elevated. And one thing that happened in, in that period, Harrison, I'm curious if you, you <laughs> sort of agree with this. You know, he was talking about the knee and the elbow and all these different things. And there was a game, one of those ones where he, after he came back, where he's just like, 
I'm just not very good right now or whatever. Like, it, and I almost felt like mentally it was a throw the excuses out, whatever it is. Like, let's get back to this. And since that moment, absolutely yeah. dominant. He definitely had like this come to Jesus moment where he was like, <laughs> yeah, my, my start to the season hasn't been great. I've been inconsistent. Right. Exactly. I, I've been the same guy that I've been at the start of every regular season. And that ate at him. Like, knowing Jamal, that probably right. crushed him. Right. Because we know what he thinks of himself as a player. We know what he thinks he should be. Um, but like you said, over the last two weeks, he's averaging around 30 points a game. So he's bad. putting up better or around the same overall numbers than he put up in the bubble. So right. back. And the bubble was 14 plus 5, 19 games. So like around half the games or so. He's put, been putting up those same numbers. And, and here's a stat for you guys. I, mean, oh, I was waiting for the Jamal TTs Murray to us before. And I can't Nick, wait. And Michael Porter Jr. going okay. off in the same game. That's very uncommon. Mm. That never happens. It, it um, hasn't happened previously. Right. It's happened, I believe, once this year. Like, what is the what is? How do we rate this? Twenty it, points. Tw when Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray score twenty points a game okay. tonight was only the fourth time that's ever happened. Ever. Ever. Wow. When Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. have scored 20 points or more each. Usually, like Michael Porter Jr. has had a bunch of 20-point games. They've usually come when Jamal's been out of the lineup. Out of the lineup, yeah. In the, that seeding round, the bubble. Right. Even a little bit in January last That's season when MPJ really got going. This is a rarity. Like, Jamal and MPJ do not hit 20-plus points in a lot of games. They hit it in Cleveland earlier this year when Jamal had 50 or against Cleveland. But this Just does not wait. happen normally. Just you wait. So that's we've, big. We've, we've broken him down, and now now we reap the rewards. Uh, what do you keep giggling about over here? Like, I, is your, It's almost like you're watching your a different okay? show. I'm worried oh, about I'm, your I'm mic in, I'm, right in the, now. I'm in the chat. I'm in the chat. <laughs> you're monitoring the chat. I'm monitoring us. the chat. Uh, I love our commenters. I also, when the Nuggets win in such a fashion, it makes me feel very jovial. I'm reminded why life is important and why things are nice. <laughs> um, what were we going to name this uh, excitement, excitement ranking meter. Or yeah. Excitometer. Excitometer. <laughs> Excite All right. Um, Coming up, the joy scale. The joy scale. You'll see the excitometer any minute. The I'm giggle. Gonna, the like, giggle scale. Right I don't now. know. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that is an interesting stat because yeah. you are right that so much of Michael Porter's success last season came when Murray was out uh, or in the you know the the, yeah, the, the seeding round, round or, or what have. So um, you know that is that is kind of interesting. And tonight it really was. I think pretty seamless. And I do wonder, too, like tonight everybody score, everybody ate. But I do think there's a little bit of a drop-off. If you talk about the peak of the big three, those three guys together, there probably is a point drop-off from Murray, from MPJ, and from Jokic. Yeah. Tonight they all kind of ate, but Jokic tonight only 19 points. Even at Michael Porter, 20, but 28 minutes. Like I think I said this during the Cavs game when, the, when MPJ and Murray did each have 20. Yoke that game had 16, 12, and 10. His so, yeah, favorite game. A, a, a somewhat similar night that he had tonight. And that, in my opinion, is the recipe. If you, if Jamal and MPJ are going to get 20 plus, Yoke's probably going to have a night like tonight. I mean, 19 points, that's still a pretty decent amount, but Absolutely. he's going to have a lot of assists if those two are going off. Like, that's the recipe for sure. Jamal Murray, by the way, five assists as well to go with two, uh, two rebounds. We should talk about Jokic's night because. We talked about plus 30 and 31 minutes. Jokic even more absurd. 30 minutes tonight, plus 34. 
I mean, that's absurd. <laughs> Two steals as well Dude, Jokic in was, 30 minutes. The only way to describe Jokic's night was a dominating workmanlike performance. Yeah, it really was <laughs> like He just went about his business, but like just... That's very like reporter of you. Yeah. That's so true. Workmanlike. Yeah. I, I don't know I don't know what to do with myself. You know what I'll probably do? Giggle. Giggle. <laughs> well, you know what defined the night for Jokic? If there was a play that summed up how tonight went, it was the one-handed, one-legged oh, yeah. rebound. Love one-handed, oh. one-legged Put back. That was just like, yeah. Nobody else makes that play on purpose. No, no one tries that. Nobody. No, tries, sometimes yeah. guys make it on accident where they yeah, like fumble the ball and then it goes in. And they're like, oh. yeah. Yoke or like, or they're Boop. jumping back to get it and yeah. just swat it in. But no, Yoke doesn't jump. He just grabs it and so tonight, 19 it points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists, plus plus 34, plus 34, eight of 10 shooting, which I just love. Like, it took 10 shots. Begrudgingly, so, but he was so <laughs> deeply efficient that it was like, yeah, it was almost like he was put out a little bit. Like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I've really got to look at the stats on this, but that foul line jumper, man, yeah, that thing is cash. It right is cash. Now. That's what I'm saying. Like, that thing we were is talking cash. about who the best shooter is on the Nuggets, and after this pregame show declared that it was Zeke Naji at some point, and then <laughs> no, it was Michael no, Porter Jr. It's, it's, it's Michael Porter. It's Michael Porter's Zeke the best shooter. number two. Porter Jr. It's Michael Porter, guys. I, I have a hard time eliminating Jamal Murray from that co- conversation, and I have a very hard time eliminating Nikola Jokic from that conversation. I'm well, curious who everybody thinks Bubble is the Murray best. Murray is like a top shooter. Were you monitoring Earth? these comments? Who is the best shooter on the Nuggets roster? I said preseason, I said Marcus Howard. I'm going to take the L on that one. <laughs> Marcus Howard turned okay, out. First comment, Jamal Murray. Okay. It's it's Michael Porter Jr. Guys. I think it's Michael He's Porter. He's the best man. shooter on the Nuggets. We don't have to this. Okay. He just doesn't miss, man. He does not miss. Um, what does he shoot? Erickson, while, while, while I'm talking here, do we look up what he's shooting. Uh, he's shooting oh, we have a 40, vote for Bull Bull. Uh, <laughs> he's only shooting 38.5% from three. That's before tonight. So that's it's probably, probably up, up to around 40 yeah. now. Um, let's talk about the Nuggets' big three. First of all, Harrison, was this the best game of the from the big three? I've got to think so, yeah. I mean, Murray, Jokic, MPJ, 22 or 35 from the field. They combined for 7 of 12 from three. This incredible efficiency. They were in control the whole night. They had great chemistry with one another. Everything was in the flow, it seemed like. You know, it wasn't like it was the Yoke-Murray two-man game for a quarter. Then MPJ tried to ISO and take over. It was all in the flow, and that's another rarity. That's the greatest part about this night is that it didn't like MBJ was cooking, and then Jokic was cooking, and then Jamal was like nobody was like stepping on anybody else's toes. They right. were sort of like allowing each other to sort of have the stage yeah. and showcase what they're able to do, and they they did. Like it was one, then the next, and the next. Like there wasn't like a like you're saying it wasn't like just predicated on that two man game where you know Murray is driving. There's a lot of pocket passes. There's the you know yeah. it's it's sort of just like. All right, you do it, you do it, you do it. And, I mean, that, that's what you want, right? Yeah. And I felt like even early to your, to that point, Eric, there were times because Michael Porter came out absolutely on fire and aggressive, and I was like, give it to him. He just hit two in a row. Like, let's go for three. Yeah, yeah. And Jokic wouldn't. He'd go to Murray, and then Murray would make it. And I'd be like, well, all right, that was a good choice. <laughs> You're like, that was a good choice too, what I, I guess. It's not what I specifically asked for, but, but I guess it's cool. Yeah, you knew best through me. So, to me, um, this felt like – the best glimpse we've had of the big three. And yes, again, it came against Oklahoma City. Like we we totally get it. It came against a bad team and great favorable circumstances. But it doesn't matter because you have to crawl before you walk, before you run. And sometimes you don't see it ever from anybody. That's so like true. The fact, it's a great I mean point. that's what I was saying. Like, this point. is sort of like when 
it's it was kind of like a little bit like they were playing in an empty gym because the Thunder were just so resigned after that first quarter. Like it's nice when teams know that they're beat right away. Yeah. And they sort of just like like they just started jacking up a bunch of threes. Like it was just like a. Uh, it was like a clown fest from that side of the of the court, but all the same, like the Nuggets still were just operating in a way that wasn't just Michael Porter Jr. coming down and and with a heat check three and Jamal Murray just just jacking him up. Like they were still running their offense, and um, you know, you just saw what it could look like. Yeah, what it, it could look. And like. nineteen assists in the first half again yeah. the, to show you it wasn't one guy. It was a good team effort. They finished with thirty. And also, it's just a glimpse of how dominant this offense can be. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. this is the fifth best offense in the league. I think they have a much higher ceiling than that. Potentially even. the greatest offense of all time. They can be <laughs> the greatest offense of all time. I've said that before. But it's not even like somebody had 30 tonight. You know, right. Nobody had over 30. Porter had 20. Yoke had 19. Murray had 26. If those three are clicking, this offense is unstoppable. Yeah. It's absolutely unstoppable. And the thing is, we talk about this all-star break. You know, this hasn't been the most enjoyable season in the in the Jokic Con- Ma- Malone Conley They're era. Never enjoyable. Last season was miserable. No, that's not true. Bubble. No, that's not true. Dude, all we did was talk about vibes. All we This is what it is to be an NBA fan is that you always expect your team to win. They don't There's so many games. Like it the only team the only people that have ever had a season where they were just like Oh, this is awesome. The entire season were the Warrior fans. Right. Four or so five true. years ago. Or the 96 and the Bulls. Nuggets in 2018, 2019. Yeah. And they got to the point where they were like kind of worn out by it. Like it wasn't like that fun anymore because yeah. they expected to win every night. Yeah. Nonetheless, this is a little bit different. Um, geez, Brendan Vogt has said that he's only heard from Michael Malone again so far. We gotta call. Are they having another Serbian we gotta, feast or we got to call Nuggets PR and be like, yo, what's going on here, man? We have a show. It's almost, we gotta, like, it's almost like they don't care they about don't, They show. don't care at all about the media's <laughs> time frames or whatever. It's, it's, it's insane. Um, so, well, there's there's that. Uh, hopefully we'll hear from, from him before too long. But, you know, this we, we talked about the season not maybe being as fun. None of it matters. if You could throw out every other benchmark for the season if you got Michael Porter integrated Denver had a big one in 2017 and 18. They had a big two last year. Like, really solidified the big two. Huge If you two. can get to a big three, that's that's it. That's the end game. There is no big four. Dude, it's, it's the only... I hate to, like, boil it down to this, but it's the only goal of this season. Right. It's like, if Michael Porter Jr. becomes the third guy and there is a legitimate big three, the season is a success. 100%. It just is, man. Like, yeah. That is the only goal this year. There's a reason that that's like a very commonly used phrase in the NBA. The big three. It's because when you get there, it's curtains. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know? <laughs> you come to, yeah, you come to realize like how deeply important it is. And then yeah. all these things. Like we spent all of our time just arguing the margins. Like, you well, know, well, but, to, but, but, but when it comes down to the big moments, it's like, can your big guys perform right. in the big moments better than the big big performances of other teams you go up against but i mean obviously you know it's like harrison says you don't want to like reduce the season down to just that it's like not just how you get to the playoffs but at a certain point like for the nuggets like this pre this entire season is a prelude to the playoffs right in that they have to figure out how to do it right yeah. which is why it's so important but it's the like, season was always about the process ugh. it always was do you uh, the comments? What's the temperature on the comments? Oh, I'm, Kale, I'm making, Kale, what's the temperature on the comments for? Uh, I'm making the are they here. are they as hyped about the performance of the big three or is it more of a this is an OKC? Because I think both perspectives are fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I it, love that. A, a, a business-like approach from the comment section. I love workmanlike. Yeah, workmanlike. It's Saturday night. But you mentioned, um, you know, the, the the margins don't matter. And I'm going to push back on that a little bit. Well, you didn't say that. I'm putting words in your mouth. You, <laughs> know. you, you said, at the margins, no other players matter, Eric. And I think you're wrong, and I'm going to explain why now. Um, because I do feel like we've had some good moments from the not not like what we saw tonight, but we we just had a game, and this game almost appeared to be going that same direction. Nuggets up twenty, second unit comes in, immediately starts to let it slide, and outside of that second quarter, I felt like the bench unit did a much better job of of, of kind of you know figuring things out. Zeke Naji gets fifteen minutes tonight, um, but you know the the starter, the other starters, Will Barton and Monte Morris in particular. They both have efficient nights. Will Barton gets 15 points on 50% shooting. Monte Morris gets 13 points on 6 of 9 shooting. So you did get the others contributing in a way. And, you know, again, it wasn't just the big three. It was also the the contributions of those guys. I thought it was a really important night for Barton, for sure. I mean, coming off that game two nights ago against the Wizards, man, he needed this. And he was up and down in this one. So badly. Well, he was as bad as as he's ever played. In that game against, against Washington, yes, yeah, he yeah. was as bad as he's ever played, and this was by his standards absolutely a bounce back game. He had a dunk off of a Jokic drop off mm-hmm. that he got up way more than I thought possible at this stage. With, with, yeah, it was with like health. that dunk uh, a couple games ago, but yeah. I mean, j- just for him to put some points on the board and and have an efficient night, and look, six rebounds, five assists as well, a well rounded game. Yeah, it's just so important for him to to have a confidence builder like this. Another thing I want to go to here, Michael Porter Jr. has been playing the four for the last three games. He's been at power forward. And if we go through those games, 20 points, 18 points, and then only 12 points, but, uh, you know, still a double-double, 12 and 10. So three straight double-doubles playing the power forward spot. Three three straight games, two of of which he has great efficiency, 63%, 54%. Three games ago against Portland, only 44%, but Denver wins that one. Is it important for him to be in the power forward spot, Harrison? Yeah, I think it's important for him. He doesn't necessarily need to start there, I don't think, but it's important for him to get some time there every game because it makes the Nuggets offense that much more unstoppable. I really do. When you have him at the four, surrounded by just another shooter, more playmaking, like, that takes the Nuggets offense up a notch, I think. Now, him playing at the four, it's probably going to come down to can he keep it together defensively enough on the backside of the defense to let Malone play him there in really high-leverage situations? That's going to be the d- determining factor. But, yeah, I think it's important for him to get some time there game to game. Yeah, I always wonder about this, like, because of the concept of positionless basketball, like, right, yeah. how much it means to be have somebody be the official four. Um, but it feels like maybe a lot of their plays are predicated on where that means you're standing on the court. No? I, I, I'm asking here. Like, uh, Well, what I think it's more has to do with is Jermichael Green and Paul Millsap are fours. Right. They are not positionless. They might be fives in backup right. lineups. Positionful. They are the They're least, very positionful. Least positionless players on the roster. By far the least. Like, P.J. Dozier can be a one or two or a three. Or a four, I Maybe guess, four, if we like really yeah. squint, right? But like, And Michael Porter can be a two, a three, a four. But Paul but so, Millsap and Jermichael Green are fours. But what does it mean then if MPJ um, is playing alongside, say, a Jermichael Green or a Paul Millsap, and he's still just hanging out outside of the three-point line? Does that, in, in allowing uh, 
Green or, or Millsap to play like the dunker position, does that mean he's not playing the four? I mean, does it really come down to more defensive positioning when it I'm there first of all, the defensive aspect of this I think is a lot, but I think it has yeah. more to do with who he's playing alongside. And that and that's the point is Jokic is a special position, right? Like he's outside center is really what he's playing. <laughs> but then if you have four perimeter players as opposed to three plus one, that that's the difference. And with Michael Porter when he's the four, that means you have four outside players, including him. He gets an opportunity to – they need him to rebound more. They need him to do this or that. He's matched up opposite of guys that are more stretch four types or whatever, and he can just dominate them yeah. athletically. So I think it's a bunch of different things. Yeah, And that was another big thing with his night, the fact that he had a great offensive night but also still had ten rebounds. Yeah. Like, that's got to just – that, that, that's got to mean a little something extra to Michael Malone. Ten, ten rebounds, three straight games in a row, and I, I really do think that's kind of important. And yeah. what's funny about it is Michael Porter, you know that there's like a uh, Michael Malone has challenged him to get that because yeah. two or three rebounds per game definitely are like three different nuggets surrounded a rebound. Yeah. And he's oh, like, I'm taking this rebound. I got to get it. Malone told me I'm coming out <laughs> if I don't get Guys, three rebounds. Not, I don't, I don't want to get it. I have to. <laughs> I have to here. Uh, if we just go through the bench lineup real quick, um, you know, Zeke Naji, 15 points. He gets three or 15 minutes. He gets three points, five rebounds. I thought he did some positive things. Yeah, yeah. There was nobody for him to guard for us to key in on tonight. True. Right. But he did knock down a shot. Uh, Vladko five, uh, five, five rebounds for Zeke is big, I, I think, in 15 minutes. I mean, that's yeah, been that's something true. that the Nuggets have wanted to see a more lot of from shots. him. And Michael Mullen, too. He's like, Michael Mullen said this a couple days ago. Like, we know Zeke can shoot. He can defend. We want to see him rebound. So I think five rebounds is, is significant. Yeah. yeah I, again, like, um, anything that Zeke Naji or RJ Hampton die, do um, is just – it's just like a beautiful view into what will come. And you just want to see them have positive moments on the court. Like, I'm really glad that we're getting back to a place where we don't have to rely on their product productivity and like yeah. what they're yeah. actually doing. But, like, yeah. you can just – yeah. Like, I mean, it's just like Michael Porter Jr. Like, you just want these guys to feel more comfortable on the court and for the game to slow down and for them to actually just get into the place where they're doing what they've done their entire lives um, and not think about the fact that they're up against NBA competition, which they were only sort of tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy off the bench, Facundo Campazzo, who's now like pretty much solidified himself as the sixth man in this configuration. Um, you know, he gets 24 minutes and he gets, uh, what does he go for tonight? Nine points, three steals, by the way, and all those steals, like, that guy is such a pest. They came a lot in garbage time, Are we let's be honest. he didn't steal it from our teammates, though? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these came in garbage time. He, he has two rebounds, one assist. What did you make of Faku's night tonight? It seemed like a classic Faku night. Like, it was a vintage Faku night. Like, three steals, of course, some, like, ridiculous plays, but also three turnovers. It was, it was a it's classic Faku night. The turnovers were, like, the first part of the game. Because yeah. we, we talked about they blew the lead early, right. the second unit. I thought he was a lot to blame for that early on. Yeah. But then, of course, in garbage time, he... He gets some of those steals that nobody else on the team gets. Like, yeah. Gary Harris gets steals with, like, Dude. quick hands or this, that. But Compazzo gets him off of, like, just being so, like, quick. and ag he, His aggression is, honestly, it's unmatched. He's so aggressive going for, like. He, he does stuff on defense in terms of who he decides to double, when he decides to double. He does stuff on defense that no other player does. Yeah. Like, no other defender even thinks of, oh, I'm going to no. double this guy. Yeah, totally. No, nobody thinks of that. He's the pure stuff energy. That he does. He's pure energy. And, yeah, pure energy. Uh, not only is he pure energy, but he doesn't play out of control, which is a very like rare. He teeters on it. I don't think he does. Honestly. Oh, I think like, he teeters on yeah, it. Yeah, I think like, he does he, too. I think that sometimes it looks like he is a little bit, but he's sort of like then will do something that that shows you like, 
oh, he is like really comfortable in this role. But uh, if I'm he was right. a race car driver, like you're right, that they are more capable of staying in control than I am. And <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. he's even more capable than the average person. Yes. But he also keeps it in the red. Like he just does not. Yeah. He has what, to when he does, he does the, just the, the full arm whip pass yeah. like across the court. Does he do that for show or does he do that because he needs to get the no, extra No, he absolutely on it. needs to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. right. He's thinking this one has a tight yeah. window. I better throw this yeah. 95 miles per <laughs> hour. It, it is a little, like it, it is like little wild. With Compazzo, how he totally took advantage of Gary Harris and PJ Dozier being out. Absolutely, he he just rose to the occasion Absolutely. and became this guy who's just penciled in for twenty plus minutes a night, even when the Nuggets. Probably I mean, he's a Malone. Healthy. He's a Malone guy. He totally Malone is. You know what? I know how Malone played in college. It was Compazzo. Like he was one hundred percent the Compazzo. <laughs> the the, the, the like phrase you're level. looking for is try hard. <laughs> He and Malone are absolutely trying. But yes. I'll just never forget. I'll never forget that first preseason game when Compasso came off the court and Michael Malone shook his hand. Like they, just, <laughs> like they just completed like a multinational deal. Like, oh, or like like his son just hit a home run. Yeah, like, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. I could see yeah. Compasso like nobody's ever been invited to Malone's house except for Compasso. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, he lives there. He's got like a little, little week. deep basketball conversation. Oh, for sure. Um, the other guy, you mentioned Dozier. Um, Composure was back tonight. And that was a big story. Composure. I actually, the game, before Composure ever even checked in, this game was over. So I'm not saying it was the reason that Denver won by any means. But I do think that you saw tonight why he was valuable, just like another type of player. And I do think Denver maybe has too many types of players. And yeah. so they almost have to pick and choose between the right ones. But I think Dozier provides something that, you know, tonight you saw a little bit of it. Is totally. it nice that totally. options? It is nice. It to is nice. Like to have like you have a an archetype that you need where you like, you need a wing or you need somebody that can just defend the uh, the perimeter and like if it's a night where PJ Dozier doesn't have it like you can look to Gary obviously like if he, neither one of them are bringing it you can look to yeah RJ Hampton like it, it's 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 pretty beautiful yeah. and it's it's funny because Dozier had been out for so long that I feel like even I forgot the type of role he plays but. He, he, he might have been on lim minutes limit tonight. I don't, I don't know. But, like, against Oklahoma City, other than SGA, there's just not a lot of guys for him to guard. Yeah. He is a guy who, okay, if you're playing a Luka Doncic, if you're playing, I don't know, a, a Steph Curry, if you're playing a De'Aaron Fox, like, he's going to play 25, 30 minutes yeah, a game. For sure. If you're playing a team that doesn't have those super dangerous guards, he's probably going to play 15 minutes a game. So, it, it's... It's tough to like recalibrate yourself a little bit to the type of role he's going to play, but I think he's going to be a huge piece going forward. I, I really do. I think he's going to be really important. He had the third most rebounds tonight, which I find is just a hilarious Dude, stat. He looked great, and I don't remember like the thing. Like I don't remember thinking about PJ Dozier as like a great finisher at the rim, but he had like a really impressive. He's so long, finishes. man. Yeah, so long. He still looked, managed. He looked to, great. Dude. Three of seven from the field, so still a little bit, but whatever. Most of that was garbage time. The last guy that actually played minutes tonight that we should talk about is Hartenstein. If there's one guy who maybe wasn't necessarily great. Oh, man, we got another super chat. Oh, that guy see. Oh, I thought Kale was getting up. Oh, it's a question one. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Yep. It, it has Luke, yep, for three observation, you Luke. You get it, Various Luke. Various observation. Um, so, Hartenstein tonight. Eric, I'll start with you because you uh, you have some Hartenstein takes. Hartenstein is not that good of a basketball player. <laughs> like, he's a big guy. He seems like he should be better than he is. 
he is very careless the way that he plays basketball. Like he's obviously like relied heavily on his height and his his length for his entire basketball career. Like served him well in the G League. Um, I really thought we were getting a guy. I mean, again, like it always comes back to we thought he was just an absolute plug and play for Mason Plumley, which didn't seem. Like I that did not high think that. I did not think that. I think they're very different players. Well. Okay, there are many, many thought that. Many people thought that. that? Um, we all taught, we, I think we all. I probably thought that more than you. Um, I unfortunately thought that a little more yeah, than you. Yeah, to me, Hartenstein is like the absolute, like he is the candidate to be cut out of the lineup as ASAP. Right. I thought he was a different player than Mason Plumley, but I thought that the backup center position wouldn't have just this big of an overall drop-off. I don't I know that it would, I though. If it, I mean, then again, the Nuggets are missing both of their power forwards. Sure, both of them can slide and play the five. Yeah. And I really do think that, you know, that might be one of the, the paths for the Nuggets going forward. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not... I'm much less ready to give up on Hartenstein than you guys seem to be. I, I, I do think he's running out of chances, though. Like, Honestly, Millsap or Jermichael Green probably back after the All-Star break. Sure. That's just that's two weeks from now. Millsap's on the road trip, on this road he trip. He might be I back. Saw. Yeah, so he might be back soon. So I think Hartenstein is running out of chances, and it's a drag for him because I mean, personally, goes back to the personally, like I just don't trust him. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's a good way to put it. I, I just feel shaky every time he's on the court. He missed two layups in a row on one possession this game. That was just like. Right, you know, you two learn, absolute <laughs> gimmies. Yeah, real, real gimmies. Um, and then on top of that, one rebound, one assist. He plays twelve minutes, three fouls. One rebound, three fouls. Just not a great night yeah. from him. But not, he just does not have great body control. But we can't dwell on it for too long. Nope. Because we did get confirmation about something tonight. Oh boy. One. Oh boy. Gregory oh. Williams <laughs> Whittington. I don't have no idea if that's his well, name. Hold, you didn't let me brace for this. He hold does on. exist. Uh, he exists. Greg Whittington. G Wiz, as you called him tonight. He did play. Now, he did get six minutes and he had a six trillion. So he had zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks, zero turnovers, zero fouls. But nonetheless, guys, honestly, it was great to see him out there. And now we know, A, that he exists, and B, what kind of player he is. Harrison, give me all of your Greg Whittington takes. Make them hot. Well, I can't find a middle name for him. I cannot find an <laughs> actual might not middle have name one. for Greg Whittington. <laughs> let's give him Aloysius. One. Yeah, let's, let's call Gregory. him. Gregory. No, I'm going to call Gregor. him. I'm going to call him Gregory Bucket Swinging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love how Greg Whittington looks. I think he's got a great style to him. The headband, oh. the hair's flowing. This is an elite take. He this is looks the only take you could have had. He looks <laughs> like Actually, I'm a realizing you've basketball taken my only take. <laughs> he looks like an NBA role player. He's got a great look to him. I'll say that. I look. was watching Greg Whittington in warmups two games ago against Washington. He's got a shot. Um, you know how Josh Richardson shoots the ball? Kind of a low release out in front of him. He's got a shot like that, and that tells me that he can be a good spot-up shooter but not a good shooter on the move. Mm. So that's my early read on his shot. In terms of like who he is as an offensive player, I think he's going to be a spot-up shooter occasionally. Like Maybe he can shoot shot fake and take it to the hole. But if he makes an impact on this team, it's probably going to be on the defensive end, I think. Greg Whittington is so much bigger than I even thought. There's he, your take. He, I knew that was going to be your take. He looks <laughs> imposing, I, I will say. like, I mean... Listed at six eight, he dude. He's a he, he's all of six eight, and it's funny. We always compare him to Tory Craig, 
Tory Craig was six six. Yeah, no, yeah, he's, he's way, probably more he's like way six longer. five. I'm That's a good you, point. He's a lot bigger than Tory Craig. That's what it was. Is you were expecting Tory Craig? I yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, I was. No, he looks. Um, and you know, obviously, very limited uh, exposure to to what our man G Buckets Wiz has to offer. But um, I mean, if we're just talking about just like physicality, length alone. Like, I'm very, very intrigued. Yeah. As I've been the whole time. <laughs> well, hopefully we get to see more of him here in the coming ga- games because that probably means the Nuggets are blowing teams out. Um, it's now time for the game that is sweeping the nation. Sweet. I the Excitometer. <laughs> you know, I think this, this is a very lackluster graphic. That is a, look at, there's really only two colors in this graph. It's not Listen, a spectrum I at all. Find, the gradient isn't really... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Low effort, Eric, man. Really phoning it oh, in. The worst part is how... I was worried Excite was going to be spelled the wrong. The worst but part I'm is how deeply right. unexciting this graphic is. Very unexciting. <laughs> very unexciting. If Eric is like ga- giggling, though. like he li- Almost cringing. All right, we're going to play a game now, and it's just like the dunk contest voting, so it's 5 through 10. That, why does the dunk contest go 5 through 10, guys? It's not my fault. It's the dunk contest. And we're going to go through... Oh, hell yeah. Oh, Landis the Scott man goal. rocket. The man the rocket, man scores, rocket gets one. Um, all right, so we're going to talk about how exciting are these players to watch. Okay. Just to see, like when they come into the game, I'm how excited this. are you? Um, where should I start? I'm going to go with – actually, you know what? I'm going to pull this up so I can make it random because I don't want to do it. I'm going to go off the basketball references uh, order for the Denver Nuggets. Whatever they have in here. Okay. Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic. Whoa. This is uh, ready to reveal. Ready for the big reveal, guys. This one's uh, this one's not a lot of mystery. Whoop. Boom. Eight. What? <laughs> is this a real take? Look, man. Like, what the F is this take? I'm, like, upset now. I was having a great little I Saturday. I this was supposed to be a layup. We're, what? We're, we're talking about excitement reader. Meter. Wow, you just we're lost a lot of fans. Reader, I can't, I'm hopping meter, in the chat man. now. Keep talking. The excitement meter. Nikola Jokic, I love watching him. I know. Uh-huh. I feel like I know what he's gonna do, though, and I love it. He's First an off, incredible level player. Here. He's the best player in the league. He's the MVP in my book right now. Oh my god! But in terms of exciting, yo, we need to level. I've set. watched him so much that the excitement has just dropped off a tad. Maybe if I hadn't watched him for five, six seasons in a row, Harrison, it would drop off just a tad. Harrison, on Twitter, you're losing Twitter. <laughs> Harrison, Harrison, five wow. through ten. How excited are you when you see me before each game? That's true. Um, That's good calibration here. Five. 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 Okay. <laughs> Boy, Harrison. Yeah, Jokic is my favorite player ever. He's a te- he's like if this was a scale of one to a million, he would be a one million. I gotta, he sets I, the parameter. I got to tell you, Harrison, you are not popular. This I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you really think Jokic is an eight? I, I am trying to so put crazy. this in perspective of what I think oh. Michael Porter Jr. is on the excitometer. I'm legitimately upset and what right I think Nikola Jokic is. Legitimately mad. Has- The wind stop. stop. We're also getting we're also getting hashtag cancel Harrison. Uh, <laughs> it means how fun are you to watch? Just how fun is Jokic to watch? He's a ten. He's a ten out of ten. There's, there's no. We got we got to move on. This we got to move on. We got to move on. on. Wow, Harrison. Wow, <laughs> just lie. <laughs> Honestly, my favorite my favorite player to watch. There's nobody that's a higher score than Jokic. Oh, my God. All right, Monte Morris. Oh Ooh, Monte Morris is an interesting boy. one. Oh boy. Are you ready? Are we ready for the reveal? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. 
Seven, I went oh, seven, five. Man, all right, I'm going to get hated wow. on a lot during this segment, apparently. Yeah, you really are judging harshly here. Um, all right, Harrison, you're the odd, odd I mean, ball. if I think Jokic is an eight and, M- <laughs> and MPJ is a ten, Monte well, Morris is definitely a don't five. Don't let us know. Monte Morris is solid. I do enjoy him. Like, he does do some oh, things I like. I enjoy him for sure. End of first quarter, end of third quarter. He's the king of that. I like that. It's, there's some excitement. You know, I like him. I root for him. Seven for me feels like it means that when you come on the court, I feel like good things can happen. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. Seven sounds about right. Five. All right. Jamal Murray. Man, this one's tough. This Not one's for tough me. for me. This one's tough. Ready? Reveal. Adam, you and I are in lockstep. Wow, tonight. look at us. We're Lined like the same up. brain. A nine. Oh, oh, Harrison right. changed him. Yeah, yeah, he saw yeah. it. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, he's reading the comments and he's like, wow, it is not good. We, dude, there's been multiple super chats looking to punish Harrison. First. Oh, did you get, is he, is he have to drink <laughs> shots now? Hell yeah. <laughs> this is actually yeah. by design. Get him the, the other Rocky. This is actually bad by one. design. The $7 Rocky. <laughs> by design. Uh, Jamal Murray, <laughs> Jamal Murray at his best, a 10. Like, oh like. Jamal Murray's honestly, if Jokic is a one million, he's a nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Like he's right there. Yep. When he's good. Yep. But the fact that he frustrates me from time to time lowers him to a nine. But it's still, Jamal, when he's on yeah. fire. Oh my god. Oh, he, that's just it. Is it? When Did Jamal, Jamal Murray the last eight games? Is it ten? Dude, like a I mean, ten. Yeah, a because, ten. Because Bubble Murray is a fifteen. <laughs> Bubble Murray is like. But we don't always. Bubble get, Murray is off the scale. But we don't always get a Bubble Murray. Yeah, that's but true. But we're starting to more reliably get a. Uh, what's a step below a bubble Murray? A, uh, a seating uh, round? No, he, like was, a, he was terrible in the seating round. How about just round? like a uh, a, uh, reli- a reliable <laughs> professional Ish Jamal Murray? Nuggets. <laughs> nuggets at Detroit in January, Murray. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. Not great. Right now. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, how would you guys rate Harrison Wynn on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> <laughs> rate, rate my Rocky face on the oh, scale. No, let's see it. No let's face. Let's see if he can do it. No face. Faceless. Oh, he got a little face. Little face. Oh. Little there was face. no face. It was, I saw a there little face. No there was face. a tense. There was a, a tense. Man, a man has no face. A man has no face. All right. Will Barton. Oh, boy. The chat's going to be. This one's going to be William tough. William B. Buckets Barton. Uh, oh, I'm ready. Six. <laughs> the the one we have right now is is a five. You're at a seven for Will Barton. I'm at a seven for Will Barton. Well, you gotta defend. I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm only doing. I'm the only one doing this on our correct scale. This is here. not true. Oh wow, really? Is the <laughs> does the chat agree? Let us know in the comments. Uh, you guys, Will Whoa. Barton used to be the thrill, man. The dunks, like he, the pass. This year, Will Barton is like it's a drag. Like you guys are forgetting the real thrill. What you just said goes against what you rated. So you're saying only this year? This year yeah, he's like, probably a five. five this year, this year he's a five. I told you, you I had some hot well, takes. Then why didn't you put up a five? Because I'm taking the entirety of thrill. That's that's I'm ridiculous. taking the entirety of thrill. Uh, Facundo Campazzo. Ooh, fuck, ooh, Man, fuck, this one's tough for me. This has like big international incident uh, capabilities. Do it. I'm a nine. I'm a nine. We're an eight. I almost went eight. I'm an eight and a half. See, a big factor in this is unpredictability. Yeah. He's frustrating a lot. Composso is like good. the most. He's not just the most unpredictable player I've ever seen. He's probably like the most unpredictable person ever. He makes me. <laughs> that's funny. You're like he just has emotional problems. You just Heisenberg. never know what this dude's I, gonna do. He makes me laugh more than any other. More. Right. He gets more like chuckles out of me than anyone. <laughs> Yo, my. I would have put a nine for Faku, but I'm dinging him for missing that three pointer at the last end of last game. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rules are rules. It's he's really just easy. Yeah, if yeah. you've won money for him, he's, he's good. Yeah. Uh, Paul Millsap. 
dad? Dad, excitometer, excitometer. We ready? Can I, I actually might rate what I am excited for my own dad. Excitometer? I'm going to five for my own dad. <laughs> yeah. And for Paul Millsap, I'm going to uh, seven. You're a seven. Wow, you're the, you're the outlier. He's a good player, but he is not at all exciting. Well, unless he's performing a magic trick, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you went seven. That's really... Well, I, just wanted, really I wanted to put as much distance between my own dad and oh, uh, geez, Paul okay. Millsap as possible. <laughs> Jamichael Green. Oh, yeah. Ready? Yup. Six. He is one eight. Jamichael Green Green is one level more exciting than Paul. That's true. He's a 5.1 to me. You guys don't love Jamichael Green? I do. Some people are just boringly lovable. He's good. Great player. Great role player. Perfect for this team. Just not that exciting. Yo, this is ridiculous. That man... Lights it up from behind the three point line. He had a few it's not bad exciting. games. It's not like, oh, a yeah, Jamaica. <laughs> yes. We literally say that all the time. That's not exciting to you? Dude, this is good. I love him. But some people have to be the, the dad of the group or the yeah, uncle. He's yeah. the uncle. He's the uncle. Yo, this dad is rough, and uncle. Dude. This is rough. <laughs> this is rough. This might uh, actually this might actually get us canceled. RJ day. Hampton. Oh, dude. Right now, right now. Not going uh, forward, right now. I got I got a temper. I got a temper. I got an temperate. eight. You got seven. I'm probably a seven point seven. Why Why are you so low? Because Because you don't know what he's he caught going a to body do. tonight. He did catch a body. R J Hampton in straight garbage time might be a ten though. R J Hampton like two years from now is going to definitely be a nine or a ten. I just know like if if R J Hampton is shooting the ball, I'm like. <laughs> RJ Hampton in like a three-on-three game? Ten. The total ten. But <laughs> that's not what the NBA is. It's not a three-on-three He's game. an eight for me. He's got room. All right. Michael Porter Jr. Are we literally going through the entire We're going through the whole list, baby. <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> ten. He's a ten to me, too, man. So like, Michael Porter Jr. is the same excitement level as Nicole Jokic for you. No, but there's just only a five through See, ten scale. Well, this is where there's I was all- coming from here. You have to account for the scale. Here's where we go. Here's where we go. We're at oh, my Harrison. God. You this put ten, and Jokic is below a level Jokic He's for me, I am more right. excited right in this present moment to watch Michael Porter Jr. than Nicole Jokic. I'm not ashamed to admit it. That's my honest take. Oh no, my I mean, and it's that, a fair and take. that is reflected in my take. scale. <laughs> That's not <laughs> reflected in your guys' <laughs> whatever you call that crap. Harrison's <laughs> getting for real mad over here. <laughs> Big man. Michael Porter, like, making three. His three-point shot is so beautiful. Tonight when he was on fire to start that first that first quarter, we stood up on every man. single time Everyone. he shot the ball. He is every the most one. exciting player in the league, potentially, man. Like, I can't cancel Harrison is back. <laughs> cancel Harrison is back. <laughs> so unpredictable. <laughs> I didn't invent the scale, guys. The dunk contest. It's the Cancel dunk contest Abel. scale. Cancel Abel. It's the dunk contest scale. And you know how sometimes they give tens, and you're like, well, that other ten was better than this ten, but it's the scale, guys. What can you do? Um, Isaiah, Isaiah Hartenstein, quick one. Well, you don't have to spend too much time here, guys. We're only a, we're, we're Hartenstein. A one. Ten. Oh, this is a one. I'm giving, I'm giving a blank a zero one. Wow. An INC. One. That's messed up. Gary Harris. Oh, this is an interesting one. This is an interesting <laughs> one. Can I tell you something? I got I got my card. I feel good about it. Seven. Seven. Yes. It's What's Gary Harris is seven. definitively a oh. seven. Oh. oh, man. He's like grimacing, too. You guys, you guys feel like you want to 
vote? Yeah. We don't, <laughs> they're a vote in the house? <laughs> Gary there, Harris? There's numbers in there if you want to yeah. join us. We Gary Harris more. is the most seven on the excitement raider ever. No, Gary Harris when he was... Dude, 2017 Gary Harris was like a nine, man. We're not talking yeah. historical. But We're talking Harris, all of it. Present, present day, day Gary Harris is such a seven. He's like a six. He's such a seven, dude. He's like a six. He's Back in the day, so, he's so don't seven. forget Gary Harris was at one point was a real, the, old, a real the, the most exciting thing about Gary is some of the like the worst parts about him. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, why did Gary do that? Like that yeah. can be exciting. Like, All right, what? Uh, Zeke Naji. Zeke Naji. <laughs> is this an exciting raider? Yeah, exciting, exciting. Excitometer. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Zeke Naji guy, guys. Lackluster work. I was. Uh, what a graphic. <laughs> you put a five. I put a seven. Bigs aren't that exciting. Yeah, Zeke's not that exciting. He, he's an, he, he's just so new that he's a little excited. That's a good point. I mean, look, like Zeke's, has pri- to be excited. Zeke's priorities right now are like fundamentally sound corner threes and yeah. like rotation defense. Yeah, that's so true. Can, Come I, on. can I pose the most important question? Yeah. The vibe. <laughs> what is the vibe at? 10 right now? Are you right kidding? now? The d- vibe of me right now? Well, I'm like, it's I'm a on. 79. It's interesting Whoa. you asked that, Eric, after the post Oh, game. wow. He has some stuff to it, share. It started as a 10, I'll tell you. Oh, wow. Well, I can't wait to get there. Vibes um, an 8? Wow. All right. Well, I guess we could just last one that's like really in the rotation. PJ Dozier. PJ Dozier. It's the last one. 8. I think he's an 8. 7. Dozier's fun. But he's eight, a little seven, chaos. Eight. He's a little chaos. chaos 8. Yeah. 8. All right. Well, oh, you've teased us, and now I got to get to here's it. Here's a request, Coach Malone. Oh God, Coach Malone. You know he's kind of exciting. He's, he's a good presser. Nine, nine. Yeah, it's yeah. Lo- definitive I me, nine. I love me some Moach. I'm gonna go eight. I'm gonna go eight. He's pretty exciting. He's pretty exciting. So, so listen, fellas, the uh, the vibes tonight, they match the vibes before the game, during the game, after the game. The team sounded a lot like the media and the fans right now. More or less a sigh of relief. Yeah, it was a lot of. The vibes were good. You got the sense that they needed to see this. Uh, Michael Malone said right away, quote, I felt tonight was Denver Nugget basketball. The ball was moving. Bodies were moving. We played for each other. He said he told the guys that before the game, got everyone together and just reminded them, go out there and play for each other tonight. Uh, Something Porter brought up in his media availability. Again, that always sounds like empty words when they're losing. But in the past, this team has responded to that notion, that trope, if you will. Um, and, and so that was something he preached tonight, and it seems like they sold it. They bought it, rather. Um, on MPJ, Malone said, What I love about Michael Porter Jr., he was shooting into a big uh, hoop tonight, but he's growing into a complete player. Um, Check it off. Check off the bingo card. Here's some real fan service, because I know a lot of you want to hear these two things. Well, they came in the same paragraph. Quote, I think it's great to have Monte and Jamal on the court at the same time. And within, in that same paragraph, he went on to describe Michael Porter Jr. as a stretch four and also talked about how beneficial it is to have a guy like Porter stretching the floor alongside Jokic. Wow. So two things the fans have been you know, really wanting to see. Uh, maybe something we'll see more of going forward. Finally, from Malone, he loved Monte Morris tonight. That point of attack defense has been such a big problem for about a month now. He thought Morris was great on SGA tonight. Mm. Sometimes your defense starts on ball. Monte Morris took that challenge tonight. Monte Morris had a couple standout defensive performances this season. I think on Steph Curry earlier this year was one of them. Yep, absolutely. And tonight, I guess, as well. And it's, you know, a bounce back from a Washington game where he was pretty pretty rough on that end. So Michael Porter spoke after the game, too? Michael Porter spoke after the game. He said, tonight we played four quarters of, bas- of good basketball. We just shared the ball. 
Every, everyone did their thing, and it was just fun to play. He talked about Porter uh, Malone sharing that in the Malone anecdote from before the game. He said that resonated with him. They played for each other. Someone asked him about his 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 chemistry with Jokic and Murray, um, and he said, "I mean, it better come along. We better figure it out." He said that with a smile on his face. Went on to say that it is, but he understands the sense of urgency there. I think I love as well that. as anyone else. I absolutely True. love that. Um, more quotes you're gonna love, guys. On his shooting slump, quote, I think that shooting slump is a blessing in disguise because I got to work on other parts of my game. The tower he had, fell and he he accepted it. I he love it. He had to focus on other parts of his game. Wow. Um, in the response to the quote where Malone called him a complete player, Porter said, quote, it's just a mindset change. Going out there, not trying to react to the game, trying to anticipate that split second in the NBA will get you killed. How many times um, can Michael Malone call Michael Porter a complete player in a week? We're going to find out. <laughs> every, hopefully every time Three he talks about him here on out. And then uh, Porter shared a really interesting anecdote where you know he talked about trying to take the emotion out of every play, every game. So much is on the line with him specifically. He said sometimes he just has to write down three things he did well, three things he needs to improve on, and mm. leave it at that. Quote, there's a lot of basketball games. And I thought that was kind of a healthy perspective. I mean, totally. this guy's being asked to learn essentially an entire career's worth of stuff at once here. Yeah. And he, you know, he's having a hard time. He was pretty, I think, candid about how difficult that process is. Yeah. That's oh, good interesting. Stuff. I yeah. asked Will Barton the third if he feels healthy and in shape. Remember, he told us he might have to get in shape this season. He said, yes, quote, everything with me now is mental. Um, when I don't take myself out of the game, you see complete games. When I sometimes I take myself out of the game, bullshit games i can't mm. keep doing that he said and i can't keep getting frustrated no matter what happens i'm now paraphrasing i got to stay locked in out there um so some some really candid quotes from barton who i think is kind of admitting to this season not going the way he envisioned um and he really feels like he can still be a positive player but it's what's what's holding him back what's taking him out is the mental side of things was yeah. that why the vibes weren't perfect? Well, no. Then we talked to Nikola Jokic, oh, who God. Um, I gotta was very, very here. understated. And uh, at one point, Joel Rush asked him, you know, how close this team is to being the team that they need to be, maybe the team um, that they thought they were heading into the season. And Jokic just said, quote, we thought that we are really good, but we lost some big pieces. We need to know who we are. We can have goals or whatever, but we need to know who we actually are which I thought was a real glass of cold water on the whole just sort of hype train. Um, but, you know, like, Jokic is not getting carried away with one win o over the o Oklahoma City sure, Thunder. Sure, sure. This team's a far Only away from, from being the team they were last year, right, which was, right, in fact, right. contending for a title. He it's, did say yeah. he loved the flow of the offense tonight, Adam. Um, he said... I think we can learn from tonight. Tonight needs to show us how easy offense can be. It doesn't always have to be post-ups or pick and rolls or whatever. Sometimes we can just move the ball, and that's very beneficial for us. It's funny. like This team needs the all-star break badly just to get healthy and for Yoke to get a rest. But also, if they continue this momentum, I mean, their remaining three games... Chicago, Milwaukee, Indiana, not the easiest games, but, you know, two of those are pretty winnable, I think. Maybe three. Like, they could get some momentum, but they also need the All-Star break so badly. You know, I, yeah. feel, I feel like Yoke, Yoke's presence right now, his, his mentality kind of says that. Right. I agree with that. Those don't sound that bad to me, though. No, I just mean that everyone was excited. It was like an every nugget is good night. Malone's lauding everyone. And just Jokic was, I mean, he's right. It was just a nice check, like, hey, 
we're still not that team that we were a year ago, and we've got a long way to go. So. Yeah. Maybe his finger on the pulse about what it would mean to overemphasize this game, maybe knowing that internally or something. I don't know. Right. I would I would rate that a nine and a half still. I'm a, I'm a happy grader, though. I'm not like Harrison over here. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, hold on. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. on a scale of one let's to ten? Excitometer, Nikola Jokic. Go ahead. Show, uh, hold, hold up what, it, what yours is. Harrison. Don't look at Harrison for As advice. A player, As not, a player? I'm not here. Oh, wow. so not an eight. Wow. <laughs> so not an eight, huh? Brendan, it, hold on, hold on. What would you rate Michael Porter Jr.? Excitement? Yeah. Nine. Oh, wow. Okay. This does not go along with my argument. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it, it's your turn to get canceled. What about by a Jamal Serbia? Murray? I've already been canceled. Enjoy. What about Jamal Murray? On the um man, well, he's like. Here's the thing. His excitement meter and his frustration meter yeah. matched. They're yeah. both at a 10. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cancel Harrison. He had an eight for, he had an eight for Jokic. I don't know what to say. I honestly Pragmatic don't know Harrison. what to say. You got Cancel Harrison, Harrison for the hype segment. I was going to say, it's, it's not looking good in the chat. I just, <laughs> I just can't imagine being like, you know, Jokic, he's pretty fun to watch. <laughs> he's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, you're like, oh, not Michael, great. Not Michael great. Jordan in his prime, like. He scored 35. <laughs> he could have scored 60. Oh, one more thing. Jokic rejected the label of being a dominant passer. He said... Um, what we got? He said of the word dominate, only only a couple people in this league dominate. He based, and he just rejected the notion that he Did he say who player. was dominant? No. Oh. He, That's that. Did you let him know that he fits yeah, that description? Yeah, it was funny because Mike Singer referred to him that way, and then Jokic was rejecting the label. And you could see Mike in the corner like, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of think you are. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. A little dominant, a little dominant. Yeah. He's dominant, bit. in my opinion. Um, thanks, guys. Saturday uh, night, Winner's Lounge is cool. always Enjoy your weekend, fun. baby. Go we Nugs. Got, we got our Az family in the building. We got our Az fans. They're starting their show here in just a second. It's yeah, going to yeah. be a Winner's Lounge as well. Knock on wood. I don't yeah, want to yeah, jinx it, but they are up 4-1 uh, with eight man. minutes. Careful with that. Bring up, yeah, bring up the Av post game here shortly after. Also on YouTube. Also very exhilarating. And remind yourself, you know, if you... It, it, if you do want to come out to the DNVR bar, especially on these weekends, man, there's no better place to be yeah. in Colorado. You gotta, yeah, you got to get, you got to plan. You can't show up at, at game time. It's not working like that anymore. I'm going to go join the party. Thanks for hanging with us. Hit us a like on the way out, guys. We'll see you next Let's time. Go. Let's go.